You're listening to Lost Souls Monologues. Today's monologue is Flight by Julia Donnelly. For those of you with younger listeners, please be aware that it contains some adult themes. I have seen so many dead birds this last month, crushed on the ground. It's spring, I suppose that's why, but it feels like a curse. I never wanted to be the sort of person they tell stories about. No one remembers I was there, but I must have been, or it wouldn't have happened. This is a story about my son, a short story of how he learned to fly. I'm not brilliant. I'm not beautiful. People must have wondered what someone like him, this keeper of great men's secrets, this man who could move the world would see in someone like me. I wanted you because you did not think I would, he said. How could that cold little cruelty have sounded enough like love to me? I was young. I thought, I will show them. They all ask so much from him, but I will ask for nothing. I will be there for him. That is all I need. That was what I'd been told about how it was with men and women. That was as much as I knew. I learned quickly. All he wanted was that I didn't get in his way. The morning after the wedding, I saw what it would be and I cried. And he winced and walked away. He wanted a woman who would be nothing to him. Days would pass when he didn't look at me. It was not even hatred. I was a place he slept. When my boy was born, I thought then, here is something you could not have made without me. Now I will be a part of things. He didn't want a child. Noisy, careless, demanding. I longed for it. I hoped my son would shout and laugh and run around, arms outstretched, scatter the silence, fill my time. But my boy, this boy, was quiet, cold. He would stand looking at me with his head to one side as though he was measuring me, as though he wondered what I was for. He was a good boy. He never cried. I used to dream that I was holding him. Just that. I would reach out for him and he would not step back. He would touch my hair and my face. In the dream, I would feel his warmth and his weight. He would smile up at me, 
And in the morning I would wake up, cold, arms empty. I wonder what he dreamed of. His dreams must have been like his father's. Big dreams, I can only guess. Maybe he dreamed of flying. Once I was out walking and I passed a group of children and something made me stop. And I know I must have stared because they pointed at me and they all laughed. As I walked away, I realised I didn't know the sound of my son laughing. I never walked that way again. He learned so fast. Some things. The things his father taught him. Designs. Discoveries. Dissections. His father showed him how things were. But he saw for himself how they could be more. For both of them, there was nothing that could not be improved. Nothing was good enough. I tried. When he was still small enough, I would pull him in and hold him away from danger. I would warn him. For once, my husband spoke to me. I will not let you teach him to be afraid. From then on, when I said, be careful, my son would look down at me and climb higher. I would listen from behind the door. I could never have understood what they talked about, of course, but I could tell that my son's questions grew harder for his father to answer. And I could see what he could not. It made his father angry. I was sure that the child was going to touch the stars his father only reached for. I would smile when I thought his father must see it too. But now we will never know. There were things he was not taught. That he could not always reach or go further. That he could get lost. That the price of taking a living thing to pieces is its pain. That there were things that he could not do. He never learned that he could make a mistake. They were always together. The two of them working together. In that room, furthest away from me, from everything, at the very top of the tallest of stairs. If I asked a question, I was interfering. If I tried to show an interest, I was ridiculous. Yesterday, I brought them food as usual. Without me, they'd forget to eat, forget to put the light on when the room got dark. Yesterday, when I came in, they... I know it doesn't sound so bad, but they stopped talking. I moved around, quietly, in the corners, tidying the things I'm allowed to. The untouched food, the things they do not need. And then they... they started whispering to each other. I know that doesn't explain what I've done, but you have to understand... 
I was already silent. I had made myself invisible. I tried not to be in their way, but that wasn't enough. Now they couldn't stand for me to even overhear them. I must have stopped. I must have dropped the plates. My son looked up at the noise. Even then he didn't look at me. Go away, my husband said. You stupid woman. Go away. My son laughed at me then. So I learned that he could laugh. I did as I was told. I picked up the plates. I left the room. I locked the door. I took the key. I went away. Let the two of them figure out a way out, I thought. They will find a way down. No one will ever know I was there. But I must have been. Or it wouldn't have happened. I didn't know what to do. I sat on the stairs, surprised at myself. I crept down a few stairs. Idiotic. I didn't want them to see my shadow beneath the door and know I was waiting for them to notice me. I waited there for hours, holding the dirty plates. It got dark. They tried the door, pulled, pushed. A door of his design, of course. A door for keeping secrets behind. I held my breath kept quiet. I would have let them out if he had called for me. Mother. But nothing happened. Even when I had the only key to the only door, they did not need me. I went to the kitchen. I waited for them to get cold, to be hungry but nothing happened. I went on as usual, only I didn't take anything up. I cleaned, I drew the curtains, I put things in order. I rested. I was very tired. I went out and came back. I spoke to no one. No one spoke to me. Nothing was different. More than once I went up the stairs. I stood in front of the door. I meant to. I thought, I'll unlock it now and it will be as if nothing has happened. But I couldn't. I couldn't stand them knowing what I had done. Because they wouldn't be angry. Because they wouldn't care. They wouldn't wonder. They wouldn't ask My stomach turned. I was paralysed. I could feel my heart beating hard along the fingers that held the key. I went away. I slept for a long time. I had the dream. They made a noise, eventually. Loud noise. It must have been loud, at first. But they were so far away. 
and behind the door it sounded like whispering. I couldn't hear what they asked for. Water, mother, quieter, quieter. And then I was alone. I unlocked the door. The window was open wide. The room was empty. Flight was written by Julia Donnelly, directed by Caitlin Ince and performed by Tamla Carey. If you enjoyed today's Lost Souls monologue, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. See you next time.